0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp.
1: What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Uh, it's Monday, August 29th, and I cannot believe it's almost September. Uh, it, it feels like it should be May, maybe May right now. Uh, and it's crazy. This, this year has absolutely flown by, and I see this giant... Tidal wave starting to crest in front of me of all these uh, commitments I have that I agreed to in the fall. And they were all stuff I felt like I was supposed to do, but this fall is going to be very busy for me. So I'm like, the Lord keeps reminding me. He's like, I intend for you to surf this wave, not get consumed by it. I'm like, okay, yes, okay, yes, good, yes, yes. I'm going to surf this wave. We're going to do it. So I'm actually really excited. I got a lot of cool. Cool side projects going on, um, so life is good though, you know. And I had a great weekend. I hope you guys had a great weekend. This is episode ninety-seven of Elijah Fire. Um, exciting times, guys! Really exciting times. God is doing a lot, and that's kind of what we do on Elijah Fire. We just showcase. I'm seeing a lot of new, um, new subscribers. So welcome if this is your first time watching the show or one of your first times. Um, we just really try to showcase what God is doing within the body of Christ. And it's not a, I just want to see God glorified. I want to see his power magnified um, on this earth. And I really try to just showcase that. And it can be people from all different walks of life. Um, And so, yeah, it's just, I mean, I love this. This is so fun. And um, I'm just, man, I'm I'm excited. Uh, Just a warning before we get started that my guest today is She's got uh, internet, spotty, whatever. We're just going to roll with it, you guys, because that's just what we do. So send a quick prayer for us uh, as we get started here. But my guest today, she's been on the show before, and she is a friend of the Elijah List. Uh, I met her through one of our producers, Michael. Um, They went to Israel together, and it was just a blast. And this woman is a blast. She's great. So. I instantly liked her the second I met her. Um, she's an emerging prophetic voice. She's a wife. She's a mother. She's also the founder of Rise and Set Ministries. Let's give it up for my guest today, Shannon Dombrowski. Thank
2: you. So
1: here I am, flying solo, because right as right as we're adding your head, she dropped out. <laughs> hey. Well we're just gonna roll with it. We're just okay. gonna, we don't quit, Shannon. We don't uh, quit same. here at Elijah Fire. Yeah. I'm
2: game. I'm like, stop in Jesus' name. Yeah. Enough. Let's get this rolling.
1: That's right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, everybody, that's how it, you know, we're just gonna roll with it. We we're yeah. we're in high spirits. It's good. It's all good. Okay, so you've been really busy lately. You were just telling me that you are you just like raced home from cheer practice. I did. I yeah.
2: did. Yeah. I just inherited our local um our my the high school that my daughter goes to. I just got her cheering program, uh, handed to me last Wednesday. So we are, you know, they were into, you know, season and getting things going. And then, um, there was an exit and there needed to be an entrance and I was chosen for the entrance. So it was really trying to pull everything together. Hey, I need to wrap up practice at this time. I need to be home. I've got to get there. So yeah, I went from being an at home mom, just running girls to like, or running my girl to running girls. So Mm -hmm. there I am.
1: Yeah. And you've had experience with cheer practice, uh, you know, coaching cheer in the past, but this is like, this was a quick turnaround.
2: Super fast, yeah. super fast. I went in to, uh, speak on behalf, you know, of something. And then 20 minutes later I walk out with a job and it was yeah. like, Whoa, okay. <laughs> so I was retired. I kept saying that I'm retired. I'm not going back. I'm retired. I've done this for a long time. And then I, the next day the Lord was like, No, you're not. He's I like, didn't say you were ha, retired. Ha. You did. And I'm like, Oh yeah. That's oh true.
1: man. Yeah. How often do we do that? Where we're just like, I'm done, God. And he's like, Oh, really?
2: <laughs> I I can't. I can't. I'm like, yeah. I'm just done. The Lord is like, You have got to take your hands off of everything and let me do it all. Yep. Like, whatever you're perceiving, it's just not that. You mm-hmm. need to just let me do what I need to do. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing well, it.
1: And sometimes too, I feel like God will, will, will pull you or you'll, you'll, you will leave something. Cause maybe it was just like, it was taking too much out of you or it was maybe not good. I'm not saying that you're wasn't good, but you know, it can be a myriad of things. And, mm-hmm. um, and then God will sometimes call you back into something, but it's like, no, it's going to be different this time, you know? Yes. And being sensitive to that rather than being like, no, um, I think it's important, keeping an open yeah. hand with everything with the Lord.
2: Absolutely. That was what my husband said, because I, when I had gotten the job, I came home and, and he had you know, asked me, like, how was the day? I'm like, you have no idea. And then uh, when he said it, he goes, you know what? He said, I support you. And I, this is what I said. I was like, I don't want to go back in the game again. I, I don't. And, and he said, that's the problem. He said, you're looking at it as a game. And he mm. said, God has it this time. He said so it is different and i'm like you're right he's yeah, the quarterback good. you know so it's like he's going before me in this whole thing and he's going to be with me so i am back and it was it was um just because my daughter's on the team and i think that was something that i really didn't want to make that pressure her harder for her so i'm looking forward to it um it is an opportunity right now um it, it's actually this is really funny you know how god will he'll humble you about things so in I don't know anything
1: about that, Shannon. <laughs>
2: none. No. Listen, I cried like a baby Thursday. I'm not even going to lie. I was Aww. like, Lord, am I really? Yeah. But um, yeah. But to back, you know, backtrack real quick. Story in 2017, he sent me to the schools to pray for those who he wanted in. You know, because we have this huge movement of the Lord, like cleaning things out and replacing. You know, the old system with new things. And I kept playing, you know, praying for the coaches the, you know, new coaches, a new administration, new teachers, you know, who, whoever you want, Lord. And I had to laugh because my spiritual father was like, I knew it. I'm like, I'm glad you knew. I was like, I said, when I was over there praying, I didn't know I was praying for myself. Yeah. You know, so that was like, yeah. So that's oh, like that's my great. funny part of it for this week, but yeah, it's all good.
1: Yeah. So Shannon, yeah. why don't you take a minute to, because there's a lot of new people, I, I, since the last time you're on, there's a lot, a lot of new people. Um, so why don't you just give, yeah. Hi everybody. Um, so why don't you just give like a quick rundown of, of who you are? Obviously you teach cheer. You didn't, and then you did, then you didn't, then you did. Yeah. But there's, you know, tell us anything else you want, you want the people to know.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm a wife first, you know, like a child of God first, then I'm a wife, then a mom and a grandmother. I am a grandmother. I have a little grandbaby boy. So um, love that. And um, I do uh, move in the prophetic. Praise the Lord. Um, Mm -hmm. Just a real quick recap. In 2017, I had an upper room type of moment and I was baptized in the spirit right here in this room uh, Mm -hmm. by the Holy Ghost and uh, was sent into a vision where I was at our local football field. And we was looking at a flagpole in this vision, and it was my entire family. We were all hand in hand. And the Lord said to me, you are my frontline fighters. Did not know what that was, but ever since 2017, God has graciously taken his time to show me what that means to be um, on the front lines for the Lord. And um, I, he speaks to me a lot about uh, systems like church systems, school systems, political mm-hmm. systems um, in that way. and um, so I, you know, prophetically, that's usually kind of the way I flow uh, with him. And um, so that's, you know, that's really who I am. Just, you know, yeah. moving for the Lord. I am the founder of Rise and Set Ministries. It's a healing and deliverance ministry where we go and we worship. And um, we have a lot of worshipers, which is really gorgeous, from singers to dancers to, you know, those who play. So anyway, yeah, so we work in healing and deliverance ministries in in uh, the worship a lot of worship so um and we work a lot with women you know mostly with women's ministry so that's where we are um awesome and that's do. yeah
1: yes and my wife has born the uh been a recipient of that your guys's ministry because we met bethany jennifer um abby and yourself at the elijah list conference in 2020 and that was amazing and uh, she totally got delivered some stuff. It's a, just a really cool story. Uh, but you guys are amazing. And, um, you know, I just, the second I met all four of you, I was like, man, like, yeah, these these ladies are legit. Uh, I mean, you just, you have a really genuine um, approach. You guys definitely just carry the love of the father in what you do. You're very gentle. You're not aggressive. Um I mean, aggressive against demons, yes, yes. but, you know, absolutely. But, um, you know, I just I loved your guys's approach, even just in praying over my wife. And that was just amazing. So I can testify to you, Your guys is just um, you guys is anointing and what you guys are doing. So I'm very excited um, to see you guys grow as well. There's been a lot of really cool things that have happened. You guys did an event recently, correct?
2: Yes. Yes, we had an event in April. So last year in September, we started the events and the events were called Refine. So it was one of those things where we knew that God was calling women into refinement. Uh, That, you know, just like burning that dross off, going, refining that gold, refining that silver, getting to that center of, you know, being able to let go of unforgiveness, bitterness, um, patterns of behavior. So we could see women being trained up in ministry, right? And so they're, they're wanting, they're chasing Jesus. They're wanting to go, they're wanting to move and do all of that. But God, you know, I just think about that scripture where it's like, we're pointing our finger, you know what I mean? He's like, well, you're looking, you know, it's at that little splinter over there. He's like, but you got a big old tree in your own eye. And so it's really getting to the heart of the matter of seeing, you know, what needs to be refined and brought out or burnt out, out of, uh, out of you so that you can move forward into the next season. And so that started in September of last year. And um, we did a camp out the first time and we just called it refined, but then, um, and we, it was super successful. We had deliverances. We had healings there. Wow. Um, Gorgeous. The way that the Lord just loved on his women. It was amazing. We did like a camp out in there. Were, we did, we camped out in Jen's yard. She, ha- she lives in a log cabin and she has this huge yard. So we just pitched tents in her yard and we just decorated everything up. And it was, Approximately, like I think there were maybe thirty of us total, including staff, you know, that were there, um, and the ministering team. But then in in uh, April we did another one, and this one was refined behind the veil. Okay. And the reason why it was behind the veil is because Jesus and we. I, I've been hearing it. I'm not following a lot of prophets right now because God is asking me to remain pure and only hear yeah. Him. I mean, that's but. True. Yeah. But what, um, what I was understanding was that like that, that intimacy, like he's calling people back to his first love and really getting to the point where we need to know who he is because of things that are coming down the, down the road. Anyway, it was a call to intimacy. So the whole thing started out. Um, I had gotten this vision. We had a a prayer night down at our girlfriend, Bethany's church Mm -hmm. where her husband pastors. And so, um, we, we had this worship night and I was like, okay, Lord, what, what do you want what do you want for us to do? And all of a sudden I looked up, she has this gorgeous balcony in her, in their church. And I look up at the balcony and I see like all of these angels that are standing there. And it was like more like, um, they were like guarded, like guard angels, you know what I mean? Like an army Uh that was standing up there. And then I started to pan looking around the church and I saw more, um, of those angels, like kind of around. And so then I look back to the balcony and it was almost like they opened like a door and it opened, like, it was like they opened themselves like this. And this light came through that was so bright and entered in uh, it to what I would recognize or what I would say would be Jesus on the white horse, right? So he comes in this, like with this big white, amazing bright light. And I see him come in on a horse. And then he comes in on these like ribbons of green and, um, and purple. So there's like these ribbons that were flowing and he stops and he plants himself in the middle of the altar. And then all of a sudden around him, I see a Jewish hoopah. And so okay. right then I had the vision of what this was going to look like. And so we decorated the church according to what God had revealed to me in the wow. spirit. Yeah, it was really awesome. And so I said to the girls, this is about women meeting their heavenly husband in the hoopa. I said, this is about intimacy. And the what-
1: hoopa, for those who don't know, is like a thing that they use for marriages or something. It's like a little awning type thing.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that their the marriage takes part or a place outside of the hoopah, and then once they are married they go in oh, to okay. the hoopa, like in underneath yeah. so that's my mm-hmm. understanding so we kind of did some research on that which was really cool yeah. and I just thought wow so you know prophetically and, and just spiritually speaking I was like isn't that just us though you know being on the outside of that hoopah, outside of that place of intimacy when we don't know who Jesus is you know, before we're ready to make that covenant, you know, to put that ring on our finger to be with Jesus. And so that was kind of the premise um, of it at first. And then one of the girls in the ministry had this, she, there were, there was a bouquet of flowers that was given to her. And there were uh, six red roses and one white rose. And so she begins to explain to me what these things are. And she said, she said, these things, um, they are, they represent, the six red roses represent the blood of Jesus. And then the one white rose represents the purity of who Jesus is. And so I was like, oh my gosh, you have to explain this story. And so we ended up making these things like a part of the whole ceremony, like the part of the whole thing. And we, had, we did two days, um, one day where we did full, just kind of, um, just worship the whole time and just came into the presence of the Lord, which was really beautiful. And then the next day the Lord just kind of opened it up where we started with worship. And then um, he just had, like called me up on stage. I remember sitting on one of the benches and they were getting, and I felt the shift in the spirit. And I was like, okay, Lord, what do you want to do? I, Cause there was no agenda. The Lord was like, do not plan me. I'm going to do this and we're going to get to the heart of the matter. And I said, okay. So I sat there and I waited and i knew that worship was wrapping up and the lord was about to shift into what he wanted to do and up on the stage was a uh, the mic and a stool and he said do you see that stool and i said yes he said i want you to go up and sit up there and then grab the mic and i said okay so i get up there i do what the lord says and then boom he goes into speaking uh, uh, things that women needed to hear Mm. about letting go of the religious spirit about Mm. Choosing what foundation, you know, they want to build on the walls of Jericho. There were women there that had built walls so much in idolization of different things, whether that was their church, whether that was, you know, unforgiveness toward people, whatever that was. And so we started to speak about tearing these walls down and about getting to the heart of the matter. And so we ended up, you know, opening up the cross, a time at the cross where women could lay whatever it was down at the foot of the cross. And then we spent that time to pray. And then at the end of the night, I was like, okay, girls, like the the second day, I said, here's what it is. I said, do you see these bouquets? And they said, yes. And so I went into, well, Shana, actually my girl that that was given through, she actually put us into worship and started to speak about these bouquets and how they represent the intimacy. And she said, I love this because this is the way God said, God said, these bouquets, I'm handing them to you. This is my blood. And through my blood comes the purity of relationship in me. Hmm. And he's like, he was asking, will you choose me back? I've already chosen you. I've already made you my bride. I'm already in love with you. I've already given my life for you. Will you choose to pick up a bouquet and meet me in the hoopah? And it was stunning. We had two arches on each side of the stage that was, you know, the altar basically that was next uh-huh. to the hoopa. Yeah. And so we moved those to the aisleways and we just were very patient with women for them to have time and intimacy in the hoopah with the Lord. And it was gorgeous. Each woman mm. had their very own moment. I mean, some were laying fl- like face first, just flat on the ground in front of the presence of the Lord. Um, Others were doing laps, you know, around, almost like they were walking around the walls of Jericho, that their season, whatever that was, is over. And now they're walking into their new. For myself personally, um, I felt like, you know, there was just a deeper level of understanding of leadership and the cleansing of my mouth for, you know, the prophetic word. Like when I went into the hoopah. I just sobbed because, and all I could say was, thank you so much for loving me, you know, and choosing me to do what I'm doing for you. And then it was, it just felt like he had touched my lips and they were like quivering as if like just out of control. And I remember like grabbing them, like, what is that? And then it happened again. And as I, like, I didn't understand it that night, but then after I sat with the Lord and asked him about it. And he said, it's a cleansing. He said, I sent the seraphim to burn your lips, to cleanse them even deeper for the next season. And so there was that deeper level of intimacy and understanding my prophetic gifting and um, seeking his heart and to love his women. It was to speak that, you know, like cleansing things of forgiveness uh, with women and and other things that he has me doing.
0: Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now, back to the show. So it
2: was just a beautiful event, um, amazing mm. a- event. So, just I felt blessed to be able to yeah. do it with the ladies.
1: Yeah. Well, and too, I would imagine, um, especially with back in 2017 when you really got baptized in the Holy Spirit and really a lot of this took off, I guess, you know, like where you're at now and this trajectory that the Lord has placed you on really began in 2017, right? Yes. Yeah. And so in the midst of that, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I want to either state this or ask this, but do you always know what you're doing, Shannon?
2: Um, no. I don't know. I really don't. I was, I was always, you know, okay. Say for instance, cheerleading, everything's about formations, timing, synchronization, Mm -hmm. everything is just pulled together, you know, in a way that, that is always like, it works like this. So I'm very much a planner. So no, I don't, I don't know. So these events, I'll get a vision like I had that night and God paints this beautiful picture. And then I know what, or how I'm decorating this place. And then I'll ask the Lord, like, what, what is, what is the plan? You know, what do you want to do? What's the name? What is, you know, so it'd be things like that. And I'll have this like outline, you know what I mean? Like, like a frame, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily have what I'm doing at all. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah. know, just go up front, grab the mic, sit on the, sit on the stool. Great. I'll do that, you know, like, and then he'll just hit me. Something will just drop in my spirit. And Mm -hmm. from there, that's where the teachings or the leadings or the encouragement, the exhortation, that's where it all comes from. But honestly, I would say I get what it looks like, feed my beloved and just follow what I'm doing. That's Mm -hmm. it. That is literally it. We don't really know much of anything else. And we just go with it. Everybody works in their giftings. Like Bethany, she's our DJ, basically. Like she takes care of all of our sound, extra music. We've got girls um, in the ministry that are worshipers and they lead with you know, with soaking worship music, piano, leading, you know, just worshiping, leading worship that way. Uh, We have women who dance in the background. We have women who just, you know, stand on the sides and they pray and look and say, okay, Lord, who am I going to? Um, And then for myself, it's just following what, you know, the Lord wants me to do as, as, as quote unquote, the, the leader, you know, what's going on, But, but that's pretty much it. Like we're just at his feet and we just move.
1: Well, and that's the, that's kind of why I asked that question that do you always know what you're doing is because that's what I really want people to get is what's so great about Shannon. And I would say all of your, the, the people within your ministry is you guys are just so hungry for the Lord that you've kind of abandoned any kind of tethers to, I need to know exactly what we're doing. I need to know how we're doing it. And I think that's, what's so great is because that's, that is what God is all about right now is people being complete, having reckless abandon towards him and just being like, God, whatever you want. And then stepping out in faith, man, like that's it. It's just, is walking in big faith. And I think that you guys do that so well. And I think that it's a Testament to you as a leader to embrace the strengths of other people, that it's not the Shannon show, it's the Jesus show. And The second that you get yourself into that position of, oh, it's my, it's me, 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 me. Oh, look out. Especially right now, man. I just feel like God doesn't have, God's kind of done with that, man. Like the, the, the area of grace for that is just like, just let it go, you know? Mm -hmm. So.
2: Very much so. That is one of the things, like I know when I get words from the Lord, um, when it comes to the, to the church. I call them the woe words because, you know, he's like, woe to you who are planning worship, like woe to you who are putting me on a time schedule. Woe to, you know what I mean? It's like, and I'm paraphrasing. That's, you know, just kind of like the outline of things that he will say to me. But that's what we're, we're learning. Um, there was a, a, a prophet that I had, it had been sent. And the Lord was like, go ahead and watch this. Because for me, it was confirmation. Like I had had visions of Jesus, like being in churches right now, the church buildings. And even those who believe they have really good worship and they're very talented, talented people. But when the Lord shows me him sitting in the congregation, he shows me him in there like this. Like where the top of the church is on the back of his head Hmm. and he can't expand or be let go. You know what I mean? He can't be in the fullness of who he is. It's like the time constraints and the, you know, the way that the worship is right now is like, it's like it's holding him in this, like this place. So it's sort
1: of like, sort of like those prison cells that like people get put into that are like what? Four feet by four feet or five feet by five feet. Yes. Whereas Ziggy like, can't fully stand up, can't fully stretch out, Mm-mm. man.
2: No, he can't. And, and that's what, he's he's ready. That is one of the things that he just keeps laying on our hearts. So like, as we have these worship weekends, I actually just came back from a worship weekend from, um, like, so Rise and Set started. And then I have a beautiful friend who has ties to other ministries, but basically we partner in all of it. And so it's in, a, um, in Lancaster, Ohio. And we just got back from their worship weekend and it was literally, that's all it is. And it's it's just like worship is everything, right? So it's reading our Bible. It's just praising the Lord. It's walking around your house. It's, you know, praise is so, it's many different things. Our Mm -hmm. prayers, yes, there's dancing. Yes, there's singing. Yes, there's music playing instruments and all of that. But when we were there, literally my friend had a, you know, a speaker her phone, and three hours of music put together as the Lord had her put it. You know, it was in order in the way he wanted the songs. And then we would finish the night out with acapella singing. And there were so many things that happened there were there were healings there were deliverances like this is so good but yeah. uh, you know so she did that and honestly jeff like there were women that and men that were there um the men weren't knocked out in the spirit ne- necessarily but the women just laid in the presence of the lord there was no preaching there was you know like a couple you know a couple little teaching moments but mostly it was just about being in his presence. And I think as the body of Christ, we've gotten so stuck in this system. You know, the church system is, you know, music is this many minutes and the, yeah. the, the, priest or the preacher preaches for this long and all of that. And, and I understand order, but there, there's order and then there's containment. And the Lord is like, I can't be contained. And that was one of the biggest things that he taught me was that you have control issues, sister, and you need to let me do it. And it was like really funny because Abby, we were planning our first refine. And I was like, no, like we need bookends. And Abby looks at me and she was like, there are no bookends. And I'm like, yeah, there is. And you know what I mean? So it was just like, oh, my dog's barking. So I'm sorry. That's um, okay. So I just was like, I learned real fast in the first refine that there were no bookends. Um, and then that was another place for me to lay down that control. And that's something that's like, um, you know, in, I don't know, like just in the process where god is doing that and we're actually seeing breakthrough like in some of our local churches you're seeing a shift so that's where you know we're we're seeing we are seeing breakthrough in some of these areas but the lord is really saying that right now he's like i can't be contained i need you to let go of the reins and allow me to do what i need to do so that's where that is yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i think that's amazing though and i think that um do you, did you guys do one during the summer or was this seriously back in April when you guys did this?
2: We did. Yeah, it was back in April. It was back in April. So we were inside Bethany's church when we had done that. The first one was outside.
1: I could have sworn that the, I, cause I remember you seeing, uh, seeing you promote it and I was like, yeah, that was during the summer. Nope. Yeah. April turns out that just gets to show how fast it's been going for me. So yes. um, are you guys planning another one? Do you guys feel, or do you guys kind of just do it as you feel like, okay, we're going to do another one.
2: Yeah, actually we have a winter, like winter is laid on our hearts. Okay. Um, so, you know, with, uh, with unveiled, you know, our, the ministry that we partner with in Lancaster, they did theirs just like now we're kind of feeling a winter date. Um. not sure where or anything like that, but I mean, all of that information would be found like as it gets closer, be found on rise and set ministries, uh, Facebook page. So that mm-hmm. would be on that
1: link is in the description everybody because i know there's going to be some people especially in that area because you're in ohio
2: mm-hmm.
1: um these these types of you know things around that area there's going to be some people that are like oh man that's i just feel like i feel like i need to go to one of these so and is it for it it's for women correct
2: yes 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 so when we partner with unveiled unveiled it's men and women but when rise and set does their own it is for women only um it's just like i what the lord kind of revealed to me this weekend is like there's a place to be in his presence and then there's a place to be refined and Mm -hmm. so rise and set we train women to be able to walk in the prophetic we train women to walk in spiritual warfare we train women and how to walk in healing um you know in deliverance and so when it comes to training, you know, training also that, you know, one of the parts of the training is like I said, in the beginning, it's refining the things off of you now that cannot go into the next season. And that, you know, that's year after year. I, I oh, just yeah. had a ton more, um, you know, given to me, like refined uh, off of me.
1: I can relate to that. I'm sure some of you guys can too. Yeah. Yes, definitely can relate to the refining.
2: Yes, the refining. So, yeah, you know, we go through it, you know, year after year. And I started the Lord actually showed that to me in the fruits of the spirit backwards. So he was like, you know, when when you come into the Lord, he said, the first thing I'm going to deal with you is, is self control. You know, then, you know, it's like it's like working it backwards. So he's like self control. Then we need to work on your gentleness and things and we need to work on your faithfulness and we need to look up, you know, work on your goodness, your kindness, your patience, you know, and he goes, and then when you get all the way to where it's like, you know, it's love, he goes, and you've mastered that season. Boom. We're going back for refinement again. And we're going to start with self-control and it'll be things that you think that you're delivered from things that you think they're like, Lord, I already forgave them. Or, you know, Lord, I let go of that bitterness or I let go of that control. And he's like, yeah, new season, new level. We're going to start all over again. And I'm going to show yeah. you even deeper where you need to come into self-control. And it's so amazing just to be mm-hmm. able to do that over and over again each each season.
1: Yeah. That's when you know that you're reacting properly to a situation is when you say it's amazing when you're having to like deny your flesh. So <laughs> kudos, Shannon. Kudos. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay, so before we transition, I wanted to make sure that if there was any other testimonies or anything else that you wanted to talk about before this, before we because you're doing something else really cool. So Yes,
2: I am doing something else really cool. I do have one really awesome, awesome praise report from Refine. There was a woman who came in and she was she was in like a scooter because she had um, had back surgery and just could not use her legs very well at all. And she had come both, both days of refine. And on the second day when she picked up, like she was in the back, she picked up the bouquet and she walked down the aisle through the veil and went into the hoopah with the Lord and she has not been back in Come her on. little, yeah, her little motorized wow. thing. So she, yeah, she's definitely, she's still going through, but like she said, she came in with pain, um, as a number nine and she left with pain in a number two. So we were like so praising cool. Jesus, you know, for that was like a physical thing that we got to witness.
1: Yeah. So that oh, that's awesome. so great. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, and more to come, you know, there's yes. going to be plenty more, plenty more opportunities. So again, if any of you guys are interested in these events, um, rise and set ministries, Facebook page, yes. and also rise and set, is it rise and or is it rise? And yes. Set? It's rise and set
2: ministries.com
1: rise and set ministries.com. Anyways, it's in the yeah. description, everybody. So you can go yep. check that out. So, okay. So you're doing something else. Uh, and it's your second time through doing this, something else. So tell us about that. What else is going on?
2: Okay. So years ago, I, I love to study and I love to, uh, just, I don't know, like my brain works in a curriculum building type of way. And so, um, when we had all come together, uh, the Lord had spoken that over us that we would be writing curriculums, but we didn't really know what that was or what that meant. We're like, I don't even know what you be saying, Lord, because I don't see that, you know? Um, But He has, He has written two vacation Bible schools. So, uh, Bethany's husband has partnered with us for the last two summers, um, and we have written curriculums that are, they are based in spiritual warfare. Okay, so what we're seeing with children is that they don't know how to um, deal with their feelings. They don't know how to take authority. Like they know Jesus, they know Jesus loves them. They memorate, they memorize memory verses. Mm-hmm. Kids are really good at doing this. Yeah. But what we wanted to do was try to. We we felt this curriculum, the way that he was writing it, was to teach kids how to take their identity and take their authority in Christ. So it was like, um, you know, binding and loosing was something that really stood out to us, you know, like loosing something from our soul and binding something to our soul, right? So um, that's the very first one that we did was um, inside the rainbow is a promise of identity. It was a throne room themed VBS where it was inside a rainbow. Like we decorated the whole thing. The kids were literally inside rainbows, and um, that was about taking back your identity. So it was like you know, kids had a choice to be obedient or disobedient. you know, obedient. Uh, you know, it was like clarity or chaos. You know, these were like days. So it's like one through five. We were working on kids loosing something from their their soul and then binding. So. If they were, you know, disobedient, they were losing that, and they're obedient, they they bind that to their soul. So we did it. We're all cheerleaders. <laughs> we're all past cheerleaders. So it's like you stand <laughs> up on stage, and we're like, "Are you guys ready?" And they're like, "Yeah," you know. And then uh, you just repeat after me, like, "I lose from my soul," and the kids are like, "I lose from my soul." So it's like we do this interactive thing, teaching kids how to take back their identity. So that mm-hmm. was last year. Then this year we did inside the garden is a promise of a friend so it was a garden theme and each it was like from how god created adam how he gave eve how adam and eve were disobedient because the serpent comes in how that got them kicked out of the garden and then the next garden we go to on day four was gethsemane so we were in the garden of gethsemane on day four and how jesus you know was talking about oh lord if you could take this cup from me and showing that he was the difference. And then on day five, we were able to re-enter the garden. Mm. So it was, it's been a really neat thing watching kids see Jesus in a different way, you know, to see that, right? God is your friend. And he always meant for us to be in friendship with him. And so it was just taking the kids through all of that. And again, we were doing the same thing, you know, like I decree, I decree Jesus, you know, Wasn't that it was, I declare Jesus is my friend. And they're like, I declare Jesus is my friend, you know? So it's like this kickback type of thing, um, that, that they're doing. So it's very interactive and it's teaching kids how to stand on the truth in declarations in, in decrees and, um, you know, and standing, you know, against like, they can say, no, I'm not in agreement with that. I'm in agreement with this.
1: Oh man. That's huge. That is huge. Cause I definitely was not taught that as a kid uh I'm, yeah I was gonna say I'm sure you weren't either. a lot of kids weren't I think that mm-hmm. um we're we're doing a dis- a major disservice as well to to children to not teach them how to fight um yes. and I would say the church is changing a lot in this regard, especially with where we're at right now in the world and yeah. people going yeah maybe maybe we should uh yeah. maybe we should invest a little bit more in warfare um You know, so I think that, I think that is so crucial. Thanks. Yeah. We
2: did, you know, we value other, you know, other vacation Bible schools and stuff. It was just like, we felt this was what God wanted us to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we love scripture memory and all of that, that it's all super important. But I, you know, just watching kids, they forget it for next year. And it's like, the things that they remember are the time that they spent with their teachers or you know like what they what they saw so we we focus a lot like on the skit and the skits are very short we do not overdo it on stage the stage is like it is decorated and then the the skits are anywhere between a minute and 30 to 3 minutes long and that's it because the Good. kids can't they can't retain it and so when yeah. they get to class they're like hey you know what did what did god say to adam today well god said he was really proud of adam well what did god give adam to do to tend the garden so these are like these simple truths that these kids Mm -hmm. are catching catching and then you know the lord gave who did adam get as a friend in the garden with him? they got he got eve you know and that was all on day one and so you get to talk to them about making friends and what friendship means and what love means and so it's just really neat to watch the kids soak it in and take it in like a sponge like the kids that returned from inside the rainbow um to inside the garden they remembered the stuff that we did the year before which was really beautiful
1: oh no way that's when you know you're that's (laughs) when you know you're on to something when the kids from last year remember
2: (laughs) they did and they love the declarations like we're like are you ready and they're like yeah you know and then you know i'm up there i'm like listen I just like to have fun. I love kids. And so
1: did I just you, like to have fun. Did you use pom-poms is the question?
2: I did not use oh, pom-poms.
1: Oh, missed opportunity, Shannon. I know. <laughs> I
2: know.
1: opportunity. Help Elijah Fire
0: continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah. man, that's so cool. Do you guys have any more? Um, like VBS ideas that you, that you guys want to do? We
2: do actually next year is, um, is inside the arc. And um, I believe I forget what like the full thing is. I have to go and look, we actually have 12 more titles after we did this one. Uh, Abby and I sat down and um, we just started to roll in it. So it's going to be Noah's Ark next year. And that is, that's like, we're still we're like building it so i can't even say like what we fully have yet awesome. but um abby could abby's yeah. like a sponge she keeps it but me i'm like just trying to keep straight but she uh-huh. but it is it's inside the arc next year and then you know it's just different things like continuing each year after that but we have 12 that will be written wow. in the next 12 years so now,
1: are these because i know there's some people who are like "Ooh, yes. i am very interested in this um so is this a curriculum that you intend to release to other people or is it just one that you guys are keeping for yourselves right now as you guys kind of build them out?
2: Yeah, we are actually going to release them. We have a publisher right now. Uh, we are working, <clears throat> pardon me, with uh, pardon me, with the Fulcrum Center. And the Fulcrum Center is like my spiritual father's. Um, uh, ministry. They have fulcrum publishing. So we already have like ISBN numbers and stuff that we are okay. able to do. So he is one of the people that's going to help us put those things together. And um, So we will be working on for this year. We will be working on the publication and getting ready. Like what does that look like? Um, instructional videos things like that that they will be for sale. So when they do come up for sale They'll be put on RiseandSet.com. they'll be put on rise and set ministries on Facebook um, So that the, those will be out and available and ready um, mm. For that and anybody that like wants to keep up on that we do release newsletters And so this would be something that would be released in a newsletter that would also come to each email. So if you subscribe to um, rise and ministries.com and you, you know, you become a subscriber, then when we release um, uh, emails for the newsletters and things like that, that's where all the major announcements go to.
1: There it is everybody. Mm-hmm. So to stay in the loop, obviously rise and set on Facebook and yeah. then rise and set newsletter on rise and set ministries.com. Mm-hmm. And you guys can be kept in the loop when those things become available. Did you ever think that you'd be doing anything related to vbs is it something you always wanted to do
2: no um not at all i mean i've always been i've always liked to do vbs's because i love kids mm-hmm. but i never i did not see myself writing them i did not at all and you know from the decorating to the writing like the whole vbs is done the way that god does it we get this i pictures, like i said for refine it works the same way with the vbs it'll just be like I get a picture in my mind. I'm like, I already know what the stage looks like. I already know what the classroom looks like. I was like, this is what it's going to look like. And then we work on the skit and then from the skit comes the curriculum, which is amazing. So that's the way that um, he's writing it, the way that comes out. So no, this was not on my radar at all.
1: No Hmm. way. Yeah. Yeah, So that's that's when you know
2: it's him. Cause I'm like, I didn't have a desire. I didn't even see it.
1: Yeah. Well, man, that's again, that's, That's why I never say never with stuff, unless it's a TikTok dance, everybody. So don't say, (laughs) oh, Jeff, you taste your own medicine. No, everybody's trying to get me to do a stupid TikTok dance. Um, Right. Anyways, uh, so take that, people, in the comments. Um, uh, But, um, yeah, I think that's why, for the most part, I always try to say never say never. So even when I would go on missions, you know, you spend a long time in a country or a couple of months can be a long time. And and All your senses get assaulted. Your spirit is just exhausted from being in that environment. Sometimes it's very spiritually intense. And the temptation exists to go, forget this. I'm never coming back to this country ever again. And I have always been very cautious whenever I exit out of something, unless I definitively know know what that did in my life is a job for example like no i know that that's that is legitimately done but when it comes to things like for instance what i'm talking about or even like say you had a bad experience in vbs and you never wanted to do it again um I, i've learned that saying god no never again no ooh careful man careful <laughs> oh be careful because god might just go Hey, remember that thing you said you never want to do again uh yeah let's uh-huh. do it again so yep yeah i think that's that that, so true yeah i think that's an important important lesson and not that that was the case with you and in, in vbs but um, right. you know i think that god is in the season of of drawing us into things the unexpected i think is really where, where i'm trying to go with that and for you that's definitely been the case and for many other people that's definitely been the case but that's what god is all about right now is 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 the unexpected. And to me that's ex- that's actually exciting because it means like man, like get out of your mind. This is unless it's this god, unless it's this thing, I'm not going to have purpose in my life. Unless it's this thing, I'm not going to be happy. And don't yeah. you dare not give me this thing. Well, that actually could be the last thing that you need. And it could be the thing that you think is the last thing you need could actually be the thing that you need right now. So all that to say, be sensitive everybody. Listen to the Lord. And do it even when you, it's something you don't want to do,
2: Amen. you know?
1: So, okay, Shannon, um, yes. before you cut out again, I'm going to have you pray for people, okay? Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, Heavenly Father, I just bless you and I praise you and I thank you for this time together. I thank you, Lord, for um, just bringing us all together on Elijah Fire, Lord God, I want to thank you for the platform, Lord, to just bring in your heart and the things that you are speaking in this season, the things that you are doing, Lord, Um, you know, even bringing someone like myself on just to see how God is really moving in your people like you are really moving in all of us. And they're in unexpected ways and things that we never thought that we would do. But Lord, I just want to thank you. And I want to lift up all those that if there is something on their heart, I just praise you, God, to take them into that place of intimacy, place of intimacy, Lord, where they can they can really pour out their heart, that they can really go, okay, God, I feel like you're putting this on my heart, but I'm not quite sure. And I don't know what that looks like. But Lord, I just thank you that that you are just going to pour into them, and you are going to give them those ideas. You are going to give them those things that they're going to build. You're going to give them those things that are going to be vital in this next season and for the years to come, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you have put people in place right now for things such as VBSs, for other curriculums, for bullying curriculums, Father God, for business curriculums, Lord Jesus, for for just these different places in society, Father God, that books need to be written and 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 these, these lessons need to be poured out onto your beloved right now father i just thank you lord just to speak to the heart and lord i just thank you i just feel like i'm thank you and i'm back okay yeah, i'm going. going here we go oh, lord okay so i just feel like if you are on here and you're going i don't know if if this is what i should be doing i'm just i just feel like i should tell you yes you should be doing it and so mm. the lord is saying to him yeah. saying to you go seek my heart and ask me what it is. Literally seek his heart on this because there are there are definite things that we need to get out for his beloved. Things that are simple, things that are simple. Um, so Lord, I just wanna thank you for that. Lord, you laid on my heart a long time ago, the phrase, keep it simple, silly, that you are not a complicated God, that you are simple. When I think Father God about the 10 commandments and then I think about what you said in the scriptures, when you were asked what is the most important commandment and you said love god with all your heart mind soul and strength lord you it's, it's all of, with all of us lord god and that covers one through four of the ten commandments lord god and then you said love your neighbor as yourself and that is the next of the ten commandments from five through ten and so lord you took something that was large and you simplified it love me love others and so lord i thank you that it is a time of simplicity it is a time of being at your feet it is a time of just saying yes lord i will do this and so lord i just want to bless you and praise you and thank you and i just want to speak that over your beloved right now Mm. lord god and just thanking you for what you have planned in this season i just thank you lord i give all glory and honor to you in the mighty name of jesus
1: Mm. amen yeah (laughs) go do the things you guys Go do your yeah. things, whatever it is. If it's like a project that doesn't seem important, like, okay, for instance, Shannon, the other day, I just, yeah. sometimes things randomly pop in my head. I'm like, oh, that's weird. But I've come to learn that most of the time it's actually the Lord. Like I yeah. came on and I felt like I was supposed to just say, Hey, greetings, free people of middle earth or something like that. And it ended up being a word. We found out later it was a word for somebody and I had no idea, you know? So it's like, (laughs) I think that it's important to just do the things, even if we're like, no, that's not important. Yeah, it might be, might be. So, um, yeah, yeah. great. Okay. So Shannon remind everybody again, how they can follow you and your ministry.
2: Yes. (laughs) We're ministries on Facebook. And then RiseAndSetMinistries.com. So these are the ways that you can get a hold of the ministry. Um, I am on Facebook and I am on Instagram. But um, I, I really have to say I don't post a whole lot <laughs> for myself right now.
1: Okay, neither but, do I.
2: Yeah, I really don't. Yeah, I love social media. I know it's a good tool, um, but I'm not on it as much as I, mm-hmm. I should be. But yeah, so those are the two places I would say that you're going to get a, get a hold of us really quickly.
1: Yeah. Shannon, thank you so much. It's always, always great. Uh, You're a a great friend um, and you're just a, um, you set such a great example for the body of Christ as well. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Everybody, we did it. We did it. We made it, Shannon. Oh, my Lanta. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, thank you so much. Have an amazing Monday and then join us on Wednesday when we have Jan I just combined my next guest and your guest's name (laughs) turned into soup. Okay. Jasmine Weiler, formerly Jasmine Tate. She's a singer songwriter. She was on in January. We got her back. She was very busy until now. So tune in on Wednesday. It's going to be a great show and we'll see you then. Bye.